This show is a proud member of the Nerdy Legion Podcast Network. Get more at nerdylegion.com. Enjoy the show. Hello, Nick. Hello, Martino. How have you been? Oh, man, I've, I've done so women in summer excitement. You've done Let's some women? Is that what you said? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. The comfy couch. It is. It's awfully comfy tonight, man. Absolutely. There's a lot to discuss. There is. The world is on fire, Nick. But can I, uh, before we go into our, our main event? Yes. I know by looking over our show notes, which, you know, we meticulously, meticulously yes. prepare for and share of all of our, all of our Google Docs. All of them. All from Hundreds Drive of Google Z. Docs. Yes. I, I understand that this week we don't have a sponsor. What? It, it, it's some weird timing issue. But I do have some viewer uh, email question. Just one. Oh, do tell. And it's addressed to you. It's from a listener. His name's Snapper Carr. <laughs> uh, and he asks, he or she, I'm not sure, Snapper could be unisex name. Let's not put anyone in a box. Sure. Um, they ask, if you had... And th this is primarily for you, but I have an answer as well. Ooh. If you had a secret entrance, would you want to flip a statue head over oh, man. to open up the entrance? Or would you like to go to a wall of books and flip down a book and then have the entrance revealed as you walk through? That's interesting. Is this a Batman head that I'm flipping? Well, of course, yeah. So it's a William Shakespeare head, of course. Oh, oh, oh! William I would, I would head. assume that's what that's where they're going. See, it could go either way because it, I would either have a Batman statue whose head I flip to enter my secret Batcave lair. You mean or, the Thomas Wayne statue? Ooh, yes, the best okay. Batman. Okay. Yes. Because I have, I figured that's the way you would go. I am going to flip down a book. And my reason, I don't want to slide down the bat pole every time. I mean, is this a stripper joke? Is that what you're doing? Are you trying to go back to this right now? No. I'm, I'm saying from classic Batman TV show, you have to go down the bat pole. I think you're trying to make fun of me, Nick. That's what and I think. I'm, and I'm saying while I'm wearing my kilt, or God forbid I'm in this luscious robe... Ooh. With nothing, with no MeUndies on, <laughs> you, you see how subtly I, I slipped in our sponsor of the week? Oh, wow. Um, that I would not want to go down a bat pole every time. I would want to grab a hold of the mystery book and click it down and go through that way. But you see, if you wear your MeUndies at MeUndies.com slash Legion, then... You'd be friction-free all the way down the pole. Your nether region will be. But I'm guessing, you know, you're, sleep you're in a robe. You're going to be bare. If you have Bruce Wayne's chest, you're barrel-chested. Are you really put Are you throwing a shirt on that? Hell no. Well, I mean, is Rob Liefeld drawing me? Is this what ha that's what's happening right now? 
hey, you you do what you want to do. I'm not gonna look. I'm not gonna look like Adam West. You know what I'm saying? I'm oh, gonna have I'm the big barrel chest. So I ain't going down no pole bare chested. No, thank you, good sir. I'm clicking on a book and I'm walking into my cave. Ooh. And if I have to go down, if I have to walk down steps, okay, I'll walk down steps. Yeah, now, do you, I, I think do you want to know that? You know, do you that, want to know the caveat that I was expecting you to go with? Do tell, do tell. You flip the William Shakespeare head up, flip uh-huh. the switch, uh-huh. it opens up, and instead of having poles, there's a high-speed elevator that will take you down. Well, see, so my caveat was going to be, Nick, you know yes. me, I'm Mr. Robot. You are Mr. Just, Robot. Just flipping the statue's not enough. I'm, I'm super high-tech, Nick. Okay. Interesting. I don't run, you know, floppies in, in my in my bat cave. Okay. That's true. I have I have fiber to the bat cave. Okay. That's true. This whole AOL dial-up stuff. That's yesteryear. Okay. This is Batman Future. I believe in two-factor authentication, Nick. I don't just oh, use passwords. Oh no! This is an emergency. You can't have two-factor authentication. Oh, I, I do. I have to. I, I have to flip I, the statue head. And then, you were, and then put a sequence to... of books that I have to pull out. Okay? <laughs> Two-factor. I thought you were going to say, you're going to holler to Alexa. Alexa, flip head. And then the <laughs> head would open. That's like as far, that's as far as like, <laughs> it's still like, but Alexa, you could have done so much more. <laughs> And no, you only have it rigged up for the head to come to come out. <laughs> it's like, dang it, I didn't think that through. No. Darn it, Alfred, get on that. <laughs> but very good question, Snapper Card. Thanks for writing in, and feel free, anyone who wants to write in to us, uh, we'll answer your questions. Hey, uh, Craig, Craig answered our question from like a couple episodes ago about the framing. <clears throat> Yes, he did. Yes, he did. Thirty-five bucks. I think that's fair. Uh, I found a better price. Did you? Um, but I'm going without Matt. I can take pictures for you. Uh, my wife went online and found them through Amazon Prime, mm-hmm. and it's a bu- it's a set of six frames for I believe it's twenty six dollars. Really? And when we got them, I mean to be honest with you, for that price, I wasn't even expecting. A cover, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and if I was to get that, I was really expecting like this has got to be some crap ass plastic. <laughs> but no, it's really, really thin glass. Hmm. Shock, shockingly thin. Like yeah, I, it, it will break. I'm sure it will crack. But for five dollars a frame, yeah, and they're real thin, like. They might come out about three fourths of an inch. They're black metal. I I will happily share the link once uh, once we get off the call. Interesting. But for that price point, I went out and I bought I bought twelve. What? I know. So now I'm going to be doing. I've been debating on it, hanging up. Remember? Oh my god, this is a flashback. But remember when all comic book companies when they started and this was like i want to say the 80s or 90s it certainly wasn't 2000s i don't think um but a lot of comic book companies were putting out 
sets of like six prints and they would come in like an envelope with like whatever the character is like on this envelope well I bought Jim Starlin Metamorphosis and Howard Chankin Cody Starbuck so I'm debating on pulling out some of those nice but this was way before the price of prints went up to between 15 and 25 dollars on the cheap end ridiculous like this was when you could buy six prints for 25 dollars i want to say and they still look good like i could take a picture of them you would be like the outside envelope looks like shit sure that's aged but if i pulled those out the colors are still really strong on them Hmm. yeah hmm Mm. So I'm debating. I'm debating on doing some original pages or maybe pulling out some of these prints. I'm not sure. Interesting. We shall see. Very so I just wanted I wanted to share the uh, viewer questions or listener questions. I, I always enjoy getting them. I so. mean, they could be viewers. If we possibly. if we were doing this on the YouTubes, you know what I mean? Possibly. You know what I mean? Possibly. Yeah, possibly. We should Possibly. think about that. The people, the people, uh, the people have asked. You know. Well, sometimes I, I hate to say it, especially since we've met face to face. Both of us have an issue with getting on camera, and that's because there's way too much sunshine and sparklers going on <laughs> with both of us. There is. It would be like uh, it'd be like a J.J. Abrams film. There'd be uh, lens flares everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Off of our teeth or eyes, one or the other. One or the other. Yeah, maybe my asshole too. I don't know. Oh, oh man. man, no, that was that was too raunchy. I apologize to anyone uh, listening in their vehicles with their children under the age of twenty-one. Let's say because this podcast is very much NC seventeen, or just in their vehicles listening to the podcast, and then they threw up in their mouth a little bit and can't <laughs> spit it out. Either way, uh, gross. <laughs> you went from uh, level one up to level four grossness. Disgusting. Drop of a hat. Defcon one, baby. Oh, good golly. <laughs> but man, you sent me over quite a few summer. Well, I won't even say summer because I don't think any of them, except for Spider-Man's coming out in the summer, <laughs> you sent me over quite a few trailers. Oh, you mean you mean in out. the Google Docs? Yes, absolutely. Yes, the Google Docs that we use. So I was a, uh obedient boy, and I watched all those, and then I even sent the Spider-Man Homecoming. You did. So, Your way. So let, let's talk about these three trailers super fast, because they were all so terrible. All right, well, obviously we're going to have to talk a little bit longer than <laughs> you want to about these because uh, I think we differ in opinion. All right, so, so let's, do, um, let's do The Dark Tower first. Okay. Just because you will... uh, I've, I've never read the books. Have you read the books? I've never read the books. I've read the first two. Um, I read part of the first one. Mm-hmm. But when it came out, I was like a fetus in my mom's womb. And so I don't remember it. So you read part of it, and then all of a sudden you're like, wait, this is Stephen King writing it. Get it out of here. Get it out of here. Put it on the burn pile. Oh. Yes. As a matter of fact, my, I asked my wife, because I, after I watched the trailer, I talked to her, because my wife is very much a Stephen King fan. 
super fan. She's a super fan. She loves some absolutely. Stephen King. Yeah, absolutely. I, on the other hand, do not like Stephen King whatsoever. And she's a full-blooded American woman, so of course Idris Alba. Hello. She is a full-blooded American woman. You should be careful yes. though, because I've been watching The Handmaid's Tale. Uh-oh. And that can be dangerous. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Anyways, uh, yeah, Dark Tower looks good, dude. The the only thing I wish wasn't happening in it was Matthew McConaughey. Like, is he going to be pulling out season one of True Detective? Or mm. is he going to be pulling out all of these half-ass acting jobs for these romantic comedies that, he's, that he was doing for the last decade and a half? Um, I don't know which one we're going to get. And, and by that trailer, I still can't figure out which one we're going to get. Other than I'm McConaughey and I look pretty sharp in this suit. Well, like, he, he he did that movie recently that was a little darker. Oh, God, what was it called? I think it was an indie flick. Okay. Anyways. That was, maybe, I'm just, maybe I'm just missing some of his stuff. And he just did, a, it, he did an animated film. Well, I guess it doesn't count, huh? Kubo? Kubo! Yep. Which was, uh, hey, it was good, but it was just his voice. So. Kubo was spectacular. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Spectacular. But um, Idris Elba looks awesome. The kid looks awesome. Mm-hmm. They set up, I thought, a, a not a real complicated premise, but it's detailed enough. You know, it's standard Stephen King detail. Sure. And they set that up pretty well with, what, a 90-second trailer? Or was it two minutes? Uh, two and a half minutes. Okay. That's a lot to do. That is a lot to do. You're right. And I thought they broached it really well, and I thought it was really smart to show the psychiatrist scene. Is, um... I know I'm gonna get some hate mail. Is Denzel Washington in this trailer? Or was it just me? Denzel Washington? I don't even know what part you're even talking about. Um, it's towards the end of the trailer. Um, Martin. Martin. Oh, no, it's not, not Denzel. It's um the, the the president from 24. What's his name? Dennis Hasper. Is that ha- his name? Has, has, Hasper. He was doing the the, the guy, the guy commercial. Allstate. Allstate, yeah, him. Martin Ferretti. All black people look the same. See, oh, that's what I said. Shame, I'm going to get some shame. hate mail. Yeah, you're going to get some, get some all hate. right. Hey, I have two black friends. It's okay. <laughs> that's great <laughs> I've got Daryl and Duan that's all I need oh, okay <laughs> are you going to be pulling out like listen I, ha- I have gay friends I don't want to say any now I'm not racist but you know it's, then they say the most racist horrible thing I'm not homophobic but here comes the most homophobic thing out of my mouth it's like oh my god <laughs> Yeah, it's like our president. I love women. I put my finger in their exactly. butts. It's exactly. the best. I love them. I, I let them pee on me when I'm in Russia. It's awesome. <laughs> uh, horrible. <sighs> um, but no, Idris Alba is awesome. And I think I've said this to you probably three times. When the rumors was he was up for James Bond, how can you not take him as James? Like, every yeah, time I awesome. see him... All it takes is the camera to be at a like a low angle shooting high up on him. Mm-hmm. Holy Christ, does he have a profile? Mm-hmm. Like Jesus, just uh, missed opportunity. 
to revive that franchise. Mm-hmm. But yeah, did they ever pick a new James Bond? Ah, uh, not that I've heard. Mm. Not that I've heard. But now, do you think this is going to be a five-part movie series, or are they going to jam all the books into one movie? Because at first, hmm. the rumor was that this was going to go on HBO or Showtime, which yeah, makes right, sense. Right. You can let it breathe a little bit, but ah, I hope they're not jamming books together. Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. But who knows? I mean, I'm sure people had the same thought when Harry Potter was being filmed. Hmm. You know? And luckily the studio rolled the dice, did one book, and it was so... so rewarded with a cashola that all of a sudden, ah, let's do all the books <laughs> individually. And yeah. that's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that's going to happen. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. It, yeah, it looks sure. really, really cool. It, uh, it does make me want to go and read the book. So I might do that. Uh, you know what you should do? What? Why don't you just read the graphic novels? They're a really good representation of the novel. Yeah. But you, and it's, you know, my and time it's Jay Lee art now, Nick. But it's Jay Lee Art, my friend. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. It's and Stephen King put the stamp on the person who adap- adopt adapted it. Like it has gone through Stephen King's people. I mean, that, like, doesn't, that per- doesn't mean anything the, to me. But the person that's doing it isn't like it. He's mentioned many times in interviews that it, it's a really good um, adaptation of the book. You know, every time somebody says that to me about Stephen King. I always say, have you ever watched Maximum Overdrive? And then the argument's over. And then I'll say yes, and I even had the cassette of the soundtrack by ACDC. <laughs> Hello, who made who? <laughs> so shut your hole, Ferretti. Oh, man. That was a gem. I even went to go see that at the old Ogden Theater in Naperville, Illinois. Hello. Wait a second. Peter David wrote this? There you go. Well, damn it. it. It's really good, Jay Lee art. It's really, really good. Peter David script, Jay Lee and Richard Isanova on art. Yeah. <sighs> Jay Lee covers. But it, it's really pretty. God, that is pretty. Well, you know, Nick. Isn't there an omnibus? Uh, I'm shocked know. there wouldn't be an omnibus. I don't know what this covers. Does it say anywhere on here? 240 pages. Surely that's not an omnibus. Um, I'll have to do some more digging. Maybe I won't automatically buy this right now. No, don't buy it. Yeah, peruse. But I mean, I, I'm, I'm the hardcover sure is 15 even, bucks. I'm pretty sure I even saw like a humble bundle back in the day. Up uh, here we go. Dark Tower Omnibus hardcover, ninety-two oh, thirty-six. Ninety-two thirty-six. How many pages? Uh, let's see. See, I know your time's limited. That's why reading, reading one book, you're good with. But if all of a sudden you're like, oh my god, I have to read all five? Are you kidding me? That's where a comic book might be like, eh, it's a lot quicker this way. It doesn't say how many pages, but huh. 
It's an oversized hardcover collecting the first five volumes of Marvel's Dark Tower series, plus oh. Dark Tower Companion, a separate volume of bonus material. Oh, so it's two two hardcovers in a slipcase. Ooh. It's it's eleven pounds, Nick. That's a big book. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh, look, and, and you're also lifting weights while you're reading it. Oh, that's great. Oh, oh, here we go. Here we go. Dark Tower Omnibus, 296 pages. Dark Tower Omnibus Companion, 600 pages. Hmm. Interesting. So it's uh, almost 1,000 pages. Maybe you should wait. Well, come on. It's not like you couldn't wait and go to a con and see if you can get it for 50% off or whatever. But there's only one left in stock. Oh my gosh. Where's this? Amazon? On Amazon, yeah. Well, what's the percentage off? Um, retail? Retail is 150 And it's 98 92 $92. I wonder how much in-stock trades would be. Oh yeah, good call. Because they could be at 45% as well, or they could be at 55%, you know? Yeah, I mean, you know, 92 for 1,000 pages, that's that's pretty good. You know what I mean? Yeah, but in-stock trades would be free shipping, too, at that price point. People love when I buy stuff on the air, so let's see what in-stock trades. As long as you're painting a picture for them. Okay, I'm typing (laughs) D-A-R. Oh my god, somebody shoot me. Uh, you said to paint a picture. I mean, how else would I do it? <laughs> somebody, somebody punch me in the sack, please. I have to dictate what I'm saying. Oh no. Uh, I don't see the omnibus in in stock. Wow. I only see the individual hardcovers. Uh, you know what? They're not even hardcover. Oh, here we go. Those are hardcovers. Um, price is the same as Amazon. Okay. About twelve bucks for the trade and fifteen for the hardcover. So obviously I'd go for the hardcover. You know I love when you spend money. Don't get me wrong. But you also know you're gonna be going to a con. This isn't that great of a price. What if I hate it? Oh my god, I need this though. Aliens omnibus, fifteen bucks. That you do need. Yeah. Oh. That you do need. Agreed. And the Predator Omnibus? Oh, my God. I got to get out of this website. <laughs> See how easy it is, listeners? Oh, man. Just send them down that rabbit hole. All right. I'll, I'll see. I'll see. If I can't find one at Heroes, which is in um, one, two, three, four, five, six weeks. Nice. Then I'll just get it from Amazon. And hopefully that one last copy will still be there. Yeah, if you're listening I, I to this mean, podcast, don't be an asshole. That's mine. I certainly don't know enough about it to say, but it's a really limited edition omnibus. Like, I don't know those mm-hmm. stats and figures. So, could it be an uber limited edition? Possibly. Possibly. But, but also, let's not forget the old comicsology. Guardians 2 movie is coming out. Never heard and of guess it. and guess what's on sale this week? You know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? Like, I can easily see Dark Tower comics being on sale. Sure. Once it gets closer. Sure. And you have, I, I'm sure you have a stack five foot tall of two to be read stuff. Just five foot tall? 
that's what I would guess. I don't know. All right, here. Let me let me let me let me pull up my spreadsheet here. Oh no! Let Not me pull the spreadsheet. Up, let's, let me pull up the spreadsheet. Let's see: two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen, twenty, twenty-two, twenty-four, twenty-five. Two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen, sixteen, eighteen, twenty, twenty-two, twenty-four. It's twenty-eight. People and love to hear addition too. All right, on so a podcast. So just floppies. Yes. I have sixty-two to read. That ain't that bad. Just floppies. I'm not counting yeah. trades here. Right. That ain't that bad. All right. Here. I'm gonna I'm gonna count trades. That that I don't need the spreadsheet for because I have a, a trade to read pile. Right behind me. All right. Um, it looks like uh, looks like about eighteen yeah. trades. So about two, about a, a foot and a half of trades. Yeah, that's not to count. That's not to count the trades that are still in my suitcase from C two E two. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Hold on. Right now, Nikki's doing the old T. I'm throwing up a technical on Ferretti right now. Mm-hmm. I just asked you a question two weeks ago. <laughs> hey, how are the extras on Deadly Hands of Kung Fu and the Shang-Chi omnibuses? And you said, mm-hmm. I haven't even unwrapped those yet. Okay. So how is that not in your to-be-read pile? Because right there's like another eight inches of reading. I'm not counting by, by height. I counted books. I like, I like by height. It's a visual. It's a nice visual. Because guess what? If you if you counted 16 trades that need to be read, but 10 of them are omnibuses, that takes it from an 18-inch pile up and up to about three and a half foot. <laughs> no, no. Every, everything that's behind me is all trade paperbacks. Interesting. I think. But where are your two omnibuses? The lights then? are off. They're in the closet. In the to-read-later pile. <laughs> Did you throw the rising... Stars omnibus that I gave you on top of that? Nope. Oh shit! Get going. I'm not counting what's it, what the box that you gave me. I'm not counting the stuff that I got at C2E2 from people. Gotcha. Um, matter of fact, I still have trades that I bought at SC Comic Con that I haven't even read yet. Oh gosh! So you might be point. right. It might be a five foot tall stack. Yeah. I might have to. Uh, put them up there and see if I can make a five foot stack and take a picture of it (laughs) (laughs) and then stand next to it and have your wife take a picture of it and then she's gonna of course shame you that you have that to be read Martin when is enough enough exactly (laughs) you're like I'm gonna store all these in the man cave leave me alone well no then I'm gonna say listen how am I supposed to build my secret lair and put the bookcase in front of it so I can open it up with my two-factor if I don't right. have these trades? You see what I mean? Oh, Problem solved. She just, she just doesn't understand. Problem solved. You don't get me, honey. You don't get me at all. <laughs> oh, oh man. Before we, before we go to the next trailer, I don't know if you knew this. The alternative Are- comics thing? Okay. How they're doing newsprint books. Did you know this? Uh Uh-uh. No. Alterna is like a small indie publisher, and they announced a couple months ago they were going to do newsprint books. uh, Because obviously it's a lot cheaper than to use fancy paper. 
Ah. And because the paper's so cheap, they're selling these books for a buck fifty. Wow. Dang. So there, there's eight out. I think they all came out today, or maybe between this week and next week. Uh, Are they like the paper like that DC showcases do? Um, something like that. Okay. Something like that. So it's a good shitter read or read it once and like throw it into a lake. Yes. Well, you wouldn't be collecting these if it's no. on like paper that's in, that's going to yellow in five years. On shitter paper, right. Yeah. When, you know, in five years when, when our economy topples, you can use it for starting bonfires and toilet paper. There you go. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Who Anyways. wouldn't want to read a Jonah Hex and then in the bathroom and then also use it? <laughs> yeah, you read it while you take a shit, and then when you're done, you wipe your ass with it. Yeah. Perfect. Right. Parents, I hope your kids have uh, earmuffs on. <laughs> God forbid you have the runs, because then there's no way in hell you're reading as fast as what you need to use the paper for. Impossible. Right. You're Impossible. screwed. Uh, you're right. You're absolutely right. I gotta read all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so check those out. Uh, what is it? Adam Wreck, Amazing Age, Croak, Lilith Ark, The Chair, Mother Russia, and I think there was a couple more. Neat. Yeah. Cool stuff. Next trailer. Let's do let's do Defenders, Nick. I didn't know this was even filming yet. <laughs> Surprise. Out in August. Yeah. I saw I saw it go by on my Twitter feed either last night or today. And I was mm-hmm. like, Defenders trailer. And so I watched it. But I want to hear your thoughts on this trailer first. Oh, man, why do you always have me go first? Um. Okay, I I know I'm going to be ping ponging back and forth regarding this trailer. Mm-hmm. Just let me do it. Don't be a little bitch. Just let me go Listen, back and this, forth. This is your show, okay? I'm just here for moral support. No, I'm here on your show. <laughs> I'm like I'm like the guest artist. I'm like I'm like Jim J. Bullock in the Center Square. That's all I am. You're Shadow <laughs> Stevens. Um. Okay. Is it impressive to have all of these Netflix original shows all come together in a tran in a Mighty Morphin Power Ranger? Ah, uh, here we go. Continue. Click clickety clack into this big behemoth. Is that deep? Sure. My wife never watching one episode of any Marvel Netflix shows watched the trailer with me, and she goes, wow, that's going to bring in a lot of people into Netflix. Mm-hmm. So then I had to explain to her, oh, well, each of those characters have their own show. And she goes, wow, I can't believe... She's like, wow, they're giving like HBO a run. I'm like, yeah, sort of. Because I... I even if I wanted to drop Netflix, it'd be tough because August is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought the I thought the Defenders were going to have different characters. I wasn't expecting Daredevil to be in it. I thought they'd bring in a brand new character. Really, I totally expected these people to be in there. I just I 
I guess I didn't expect him to be in it. I just expected that they're going to bring in somebody new, hmm. somebody that we haven't seen before. Hmm. And as soon as I saw Electra, I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, are, are they just going to bring back every freaking person that was in all of these series yes. again? Who are they going to be fighting? The hand again? Like, yes. oh my God. They are fighting the hand. And dude, okay. I'm going to, like I said, I, I, I warned you ahead of time. What's going to come out of my mouth next, when we get to another trailer, it will be a complete 180 degree turn. Maybe for me as well. Why? And I know I've complained about this before. Why does every superhero have to take off their mask and be like, yo, who needs this secret identity, right, my friends? Look, <laughs> here's my face. I just don't... I like the Avengers when Iron Man was in the Avengers and who was their patron saint? Tony Stark. Mm-hmm. But who was Iron Man? No one knew. I like that! <laughs> but... That being said, Danny Rand needs to be in a costume. These people, other than Daredevil, have to be in a costumes. Other than Luke Cage. Other than Jessica Jones. But get Danny Rand in a GD costume. Jessica Jones is always in costume. What, the the dumb long trench coat? No, her but, her jeans and her fuck you t shirt. Oh god, that's no that's streetwear. But is Luke Cage engrossing and fantastic? Absolutely. Do I like to see more of Rosario Dawson? Mm-hmm. They should just Absolutely. make a night nurse show. They should just do extreme close-ups on those knuckles. Mm. Knuckles. But I just like and all of them sitting around like I thought some of the dialogue was good going through like who each of these people are. Mm-hmm. I thought that was clever. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the slow motion Iron Fist hitting Luke. It, there were bits that were like, oh, that's interesting. Um, Sigourney Weaver is going to be freaking awesome. Have no clue what the hell she's doing, but I like me some Sigourney Weaver. Right. So, am I in? Yes. Am I in wanting more? Yes. <laughs> If that makes any sense. Yes. I, I liked it. I liked it. I thought it was a good trailer. Like, it was a good trailer. Like look, at, like, look at Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. They brought Mantis in. Like, at least they brought in new Guardians. You know? And I thought they were going to do that for Defenders. And I'm not even talking, like, you got to bring in Silver Surfer. You got to bring... Like, you don't even need to bring in people that would skyrocket the special effects budget. I don't need I don't need Doctor Strange. But you could pull in any other defenders and just like just bring them in. Just, I don't know. Listen, they're trying to stick with this with, with the characters people know, okay? Cuz they all have TV shows. And now it's one big you know thing. So it makes perfect sense. It doesn't mean that they're not going to have, like, 
other people show up. Like, I'm pretty sure the Punisher's in here, right? But he's not in the trailer. Of course. Everyone's going to show up. Everyone that has already been on the show will show up. Yes. They'll be Kingpin. Kingpin will be, like, in one scene winking. Sure. Like, Stick's okay. in there. Stick's training the defenders, apparently. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Electra is coming back from the dead. She looks gorgeous while she's dead, by the way. Sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Poor Danny. But, Poor Danny. You see Danny's costume? He's got the uh, the beatnik uh, the beatnik hipster suit with gold shoes because that's what every good Iron Fist has. That's that's the the good Iron Fist costume, the gold shoes. Yeah. Hmm. Mm. If you want to surprise me, and I know Marvel TV does not play well with um, Netflix shows, but you want to throw an olive branch that way. Dude, you just had Ghost Rider on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Just bring him over. <laughs> you, you know he ain't going to be in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Come on, just bring him over. Oh, man. He would be a kick-ass addition. Mm. But, okay, one other quibble, and then I'll be off Defenders. Mm-hmm. Nirvana, come as you are. Mm-hmm. Can't we just get, like, Houdini, the freaks come out at night? Give me <laughs> any track from RZA's Ghost Dog soundtrack. I'll take that. Give me Dr. Doom. I don't care. But uh, Nirvana, as you are, really? Mm. Poor Kurt Cobain's rolling in his grave right now. Yeah, and everybody else is rolling in piles of money. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just, I just want something different. All right. Unfortunately, because of my ban on watching trailers, I will yeah. not be seeing any more trailers from the Defenders until the show comes out. Oh, You know what? I don't give a shit. I'm still going to watch the show. Well, I'll still be spoiling it for you. But I was a little poo-pooed on this one. There was some, there was some cool stuff, but... Sigourney Overall, Weaver like, looked pretty awesome. There were some crane shots of Sigourney Weaver that I was like, oh, they're making her look pretty good. Sure. What she else? looks pretty devilish. What What else? I know. I just don't want her to all of a sudden, like, I'm resurrected. All the, like, I don't want to see bad CGI of her, like, face melting. Get out of here. Stop with that. <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Speaking now, of whatever... If she becomes a scroll, sign me oh, up. Oh, God. That would be awesome. Secret Invasion. Hello. Season two. Since we're talking about uh, stuff we don't care about. Let's talk about Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, God. You know, you don't have to, you don't have to bridge that conversation that way. Should we, should we do a reenactment of, uh, I mean, of this, do I of bi- this do pre-recording? I bitch, do I bitch slap down Batman to you? No, I don't. I mean, it depends. Which Batman? Are we talking about well, Rebirth Batman or Good Batman? Hey, I think I'm pretty darn good. But you, you come right after me. I'm not coming you take after out, you. You take, you take your Steve Ditko pen out of your pocket and stab me right into the heart. Hey, you know, Ditko is the man. Oh, finally. Finally something positive. <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go first on this one. 
Good. What a hot garbage piece of shit this movie's going to be. I'm just saying it. I'm just kidding. I just wanted to get you upset. I had myself on mute because I knew <laughs> something like that was going to come out of your mouth, and I didn't want to hear it. So I played Otis Redding in my ear, earpiece. Oh, yeah, that's right. I had a little Otis Redding love man going. So. I hear you. I hear you. I'm sure your uh, you sure you sure your waitress uh, appreciates that. Of course she does. <laughs> oh, Jesse. Oh man. Anyways. Um, Okay, so this is a hot piece of garbage, says Martin Ferretti. I, I don't even know where to start on this trailer, Nick. Go ahead. Let me, the let floor's, me, right, the floor's this is, yours. This is the where I'm going to start. Yours. We this will is, not be discussing this. This is Go where ahead. I'm going to start. This is where I'm going to start. I'm going to watch this movie. Because I will say, it looks pretty damn fun. I'll give you that. It looks fun. Now, you, you're going to try to convince me. But before we started recording, I watched this trailer because I hadn't watched it yet, and I wanted to watch it to talk about it. And I should have recorded the entire time that I was watching the trailer because it was like an episode of Misty Shine Theater 3000. Um, it looks fine. It looks like Michael Bay made this movie, dude. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me I'm wrong. Uh, you're absolutely wrong. Tell me how I'm wrong. Tell me how I'm wrong. Not all superhero films need to save the world. Not all superhero films have to be dark. There can be lightness in superhero films. They might not be for you. Okay, you're still describing Michael Bay. Continue. Some superhero films have dance sequences in them. Okay, you're still talking about Michael Bay. Continue. I loved them. Spider-Man is my man, as you sure, well know. Sure, sure, sure. Um, I don't ever expect the black and white attitude era of Peter Parker, Spider-Man. All right, so now, so okay, okay, so let me That's, apologize. That let is apologize. that is not that is not my Spider-Man. Sure, my Spider-Man, and it it showed it in the first. Spider-Man film, and it mm -hmm. shows it here. Uh, the other ones, not so much. For me, not so much. And I even thought Amazing Spider-Man wasn't that terrible. People poop on that all the time. I would really like to forget that it was even part of the canon, than poop on it. It wasn't bad. It I wasn't liked that horrible. Movie. I liked it. The, the collection of actors were pretty good in it. Not great, but you know we're not we're not talking Bill Shakespeare here. Listen, don't but talk about my girl now. The trailer, the second trailer for for this Spider-Man: Homecoming, along with the first film, they both had scenes in it, and this was the first time I watched it. And my wife and I are sitting there, and we're watching it. And when Vulture cuts that ship in half. And the only thing Spider-Man's thinking about is how do I gather up a collection of webs and try to pull the ship back together or at least not have everyone like sink to their death. Mm -hmm. To me, that's Spider-Man. Like that to me, like that is me re 
comics have always been in my life. Even before I even knew how to read, they were in my life. And Spider-Man was there. And just by flipping through the pictures, like he always put himself never ahead of anyone else. So like just that scene and then to see like Iron Man join in, I was like, all right, that's all right. But like that to me is like, all right, they're, they hit on touchstones for me that make up the character. Now, I got to say, this is the first Spider-Man where, holy guacamole, do I want to bone Aunt May. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, please. Absolutely. But it's just, it. I understand your Michael Bay part of it. It, it definitely was shot not on location most of it but i sort of liked the liberties it was taking and this is the one this is the 180 degree turn that i'm going to say right now Mm -hmm. we just talked about defenders um do i want spider-man i hated in the trail there were and i'm gonna go 180 on on homecoming i hate that his mask was off and Michael Keaton's talking to an unmasked Spider-Man. Hmm. I don't understand how that happens. I don't care how that happens. That is horrible. But I get that you have this dumb Hollywood thought of, listen, we paid for Michael Keaton and we paid for you know, this other actor and we have people can't see his face. We got to show his face. Like, no, you don't. You don't have to show his face. Mm-hmm. Um, but did I love that one of his high school buddies found out that he was Spider-Man and then some of the in-jokes of him wanting to try on the mask, him asking if you've ever met Captain America, like all these little tidbits, I'm like, that's pretty clever. Like, that's a neat little reinventing of the character. That I sort of dug. I- I'm not going to lie. And I like that they threw in a lot more. It wasn't just a straight white bread character with, oh, there's the black guy, Robbie Robertson. Like, <sighs> I like that they <laughs> finally modernized that character. And it was nice. It was good to see. All right. So I'm going to give it to you that I really do like the Spider-Man. He looks young enough. He looks young. I like young Spider-Man. Okay, we're not getting emo Spider-Man. Okay, you know me and emo Spider-Man don't get along. I like this interpretation. I like Michael Keaton as the Vulture. I like that they're doing one villain per movie. Uh, incorrect, my friend. Really? This movie has two villains. Who's the second one? I didn't know if it was Electro. And it's not Electro, it's Shocker. I thought they said they were going to do one villain per movie on these. Go back and watch that trailer, you'll see (sighs) Spider-Man flying towards somebody, somebody throws out his arms and shoots Spider-Man away from him. Could it still just be, my hope is, Shocker is at the very beginning or the very end. And it's a quick two-minute battle, and then they move on. That would be great. Yeah, I can do but Ethan Michael Keaton, when you see how over the top he is, I freaking loved it. I ate it up, 
and I kept thinking to myself, I'm like, why hasn't Michael Keaton done this in other bat like other DC movies? Like mm-hmm. he's it, talk about a nod to bring him on board. Hmm. Like he, I thought it was great. I thought it was a great choice, and, and he he looked cool. I thought all the the mechanical costumes sort of worked in a weird like anime way. Mm-hmm. Like it all sort of made sense. Like you could see how this metal motorized metal bits might all fit together back into itself, and then when it comes out, it looks like a gigantic wings. Hey, I just I, I, I'm looking forward to a roller coaster. I'm not looking for I, I don't expect this to be like that's a game changer. <laughs> but I also don't expect it to be and I'm not even slamming DC when I say that. I think the worst culprit is Avengers. Avengers should be called out when the world's at risk. Mm-hmm. But at some point it's just like, oh my god, how many times does the world have to be at risk? Hmm. You know, like if Iron Man was helping Spider-Man with the Vulture, that would be a head-scratcher. Right. Way too overpowered. We'll see. But guess what, Nick? Yes? I'm still going to see this movie. You should. You should You should support it and spend money on it. I it know. looks good. I'm it looks go real it. good. Just like I'm going to go see Guardians of the Galaxy. I'm still going to see it. Hey, can I tell you, did you... I know you do Blackout. Have you heard how many post-credit scenes there are for Guardians 2? Yeah, I did, because I was listening to Ultimate Marvel Podcast. What the F? What the F is right. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, I, I could care, like, you want me to sit through eight minutes of credit scenes? I'll sit through 22 minutes of credit scenes if you're going to give me five little little bits and bobs sign me up i love it i love it so fun oh man yeah i'll agree with you i'll agree whatever i wasn't a big fan of the trailer but i think the movie's gonna be fine Ooh, and aunt may yeah Mm -hmm. but i just didn't you find the friend fun Yeah, yeah 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 even if all of his jokes don't land I like the idea that somebody knows what's going on, but yet he still can't tell Aunt May. He still has to sneak around. Sure. But I like that one dude knows him and knows who he is, who he truly is. I like that. I and hope, it doesn't um, always have to be a girlfriend. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, I get that the, that's a whole other dynamic because, you know, the girlfriend will be scared for his safety where his buddy's just cheering on the cool stuff that he does. Sure. But it's a good change of pace. I hope that watching the movie, my opinion changes about there being too much Iron Man in this trailer. Yeah. There was a lot of Iron Man. There's a lot of Iron Man in here. Absolutely. Did they show every scene? That's what I'm hoping. Sure. Right, right, right. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, buddy. But did you notice that they didn't show... What was his name? Uh, Donald Faison? No, I didn't even notice. Like, there's a lot of people that like signed on for Homecoming mm-hmm. that were not in either of the trailers. Ooh. And I was that was a little bit of a head-scratcher for me. 
Interesting. Let me let me pull up the the list because I did have it at one time. Well, I hope uh, I hope the movie might turn a little bit for you because I certainly I, I certainly don't expect. Romeo and Juliet, you know? Well, and I will say, I think Spider-Man was one of my favorite things about Civil War. Mm-hmm. The movie I'm talking about. Oh, for sure. So what, One of the most hopes. memorable scenes, for sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, Donald Glover. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, he's in it. Uh, John Favreau's in it. Uh, Tyne Daly's in it. So uh, what Hannibal, you're saying is Hannibal Burris is in it. What you're saying is Had, Spider-Man: Homecoming is the defenders of the Spider-Man movies. That'd be great. <laughs> uh, Kenneth Cho is in it, and there was one other person I might be missing. But still, I was like, "Dang, they have like they have a really diverse group of people in it, and they're all like." Not all of them. I mean, John Favreau, he's not young. Sure. But a lot of the people, like if you go through IMDb, there's a lot of, I'm sure these people are probably college age, but they casted young looking people, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Exciting to see. Agreed. So I'm, I'm in. I, I sign me up. Let's switch gears and talk about comics, Nick. Ooh. Very briefly. People get mm-hmm. upset when we don't talk about comics. I like when we have a comics-free episode. Never fear. Next episode will be full of comics. Good. Because you know what I got, Nick? Hmm. Youngblood number one. Dang. We're going to talk like, about that next time. I would like to hear about that next time. And next time, I'm hoping that I'll be all caught up on Stormwatch so we can chat about that. Ooh. And we can chat about Exo Man of War number two, because I'm buying that this weekend. Nice. So we will have to talk floppies. We might be talking uh, Secret Empire, too. I read that. I would like to hear your reaction. And we might be talking about uh, Stained, number one, from 451 Comics. The Rock Group? I don't want to talk about The Rock Group. Stained. It's been a while. Hey, I like that song. I like that song he did with uh, the chick from Evanescence, too. You know what I'm talking about? Of course you did. Yeah. (laughs) You're such a a sensitive child. That was my jam back in the day. (laughs) Broken. Was that it? That was it. That was it. Broken. Yep. Yep. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. No, Stained. It's from 451 Media? 451 Comics? I don't know. I think it's Michael Bay's company. Oh, brother. Isn't that you got, Bay, you got Bay on the head? Isn't that that's Michael Bay? Isn't it four five one? I don't know. You know how far he is off my radar. You know so? what? Let me let me look this up right now. Um, no, stained is uh, you know who David Barron is, right? The, uh, yeah, the colorist extraordinaire. One of my top ten colorists. Yes, 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 yes. That's his book. I had I I had to walk Paul through some colorists. Uh oh, did you educate? Yeah. Him? A little bit, as much as I could when I was IMing, but I was still like, <laughs> "Dude, how can you not know this colorist? How can you?" And I'm like, "You know that Hellboy that you read like two thousand pages of? Yeah, he colored the entire thing. Like, mm-hmm. 
And, and then he's just like, oh my gosh, you're right. Oh my God. And then I'm like, trust me, once you all of a sudden get tuned into colorists and anchors, you're, you will instantly know whenever they do a cover. Yep. 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 Yeah. But Baron did the colors for this. No, Baron is the writer. Ooh. It's it's really? his first uh, his first indie book, yeah. I might have to pick this up. Yeah, he's writing it, and the artist is Yusuf Idris. I'm, it doesn't sound familiar. Okay. Um, and of course, David Barron colors it because you know he's David Barron. And it's a hell of a lot cheaper to have himself do it. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Very smart. Very yeah, smart. I'm looking at it, dude. Four five one. One of the founders is Michael Bay. Because I think I think part of the reasoning for this publisher was that they could do the indie stuff, mm-hmm. but bring in comics that they could maybe turn into TV or movie properties. Did you just... I just want to make this clear for the listener as well as myself. Did you just say, and maybe? Okay, and most definitely. Thank you. Although I okay. haven't seen Correction. any of these be optioned. Hold on. Correction. <laughs> there was some good stuff, dude. There's a self. St- you should read self storage. It's like a, a zombie. A zombie. Th- oh, nope. you don't like zombies. Damn it. Nope. Out. Anyways, it's like Out. storage wars, but with zombies. <laughs> <laughs> so it's all white trash zombies uh, trying to eat each other no, to get into no, the next storage. It's unit? not quite that. It's not quite that. If I remember right, somebody buys this storage unit. And there's a zombie inside it. That's pretty funny. And hilarity ensues. Are you sure that the zombies, the white trash zombies, don't get so popular that all of the spouses of said popular storage war people, they don't go out and buy zombie boob jobs? Are you (laughs) sure that doesn't happen in the third or fourth season? It's It's possible. Okay. I think Shia LaBeouf shows up in there at one point. Maybe. I think we saw these on the preview pages. I'm pretty sure that was in previews this month. <laughs> oh, buddy. Anyway, yeah, Stain was really good. I was uh, pleasantly surprised. I really don't want to support anything that Michael Bay has to offer, but I will override that for my love of David Barron. Mm-hmm. So. I mean, you know, we even call, though, we call even Ro- though I don't even we- though I don't like his Twitter handle, but oh, sure. I like him enough to over to overlook his Twitter handle. Sure, sure, sure. Yes. Um. Mm. Well, you know, he likes zombies. I know. I know. That's why you two have a connection. We do. We do. Yeah, absolutely. Anyways, absolutely. So I'll be talking about all those, but I tonight. Like uh oh! Yeah, hit me. I found this article that I thought was hilarious, Nick. And I thought we should briefly talk about it. Okay. Absolutely. Are you ready for this headline? The headline is... Marvel desperately reassures fans of Captain America is still a hero after Secret Empire backlash. Oh, Captain America will always be a cornerstone of the Marvel Universe and will stand up for what is right. And Secret Empire will be the biggest challenge Steve has ever faced. What you will see at the end of this journey is that his heart and soul, his core values, not his muscle or his shield, are what save the day against Hydra and will further prove that our heroes will always stand against oppression and show that good will always triumph over evil. 
I mean, really, Nick. Do they need to put a freaking press release telling people, don't freak the fuck out? This is well, Captain America. It does make sense, because, I mean, I know you just had your daughter read, your youngest daughter uh, read Secret Empire, and I know she turned away after that last page and looked up at you crying and said, <laughs> Daddy, what's wrong with the world? That's exactly So what I understand happened. why you had to start a letter-writing campaign into Marvel just to reassure your daughter that everything will be okay. You know what this tells me, Nick? Hmm. This tells me what's wrong with the world today is readers of Marvel Comics. Yeah, that's pretty spot on. I bet you Donald yeah. Trump reads Marvel Comics. I bet Captain America is his favorite. I would agree t- with that point as long as I can throw a caveat in. Ooh, do tell. He reads Marvel Comics, yeah. but he doesn't pay for Marvel Comics. Of course not. Yes. We pay Absolutely. for Marvel Comics. Absolutely. But he has like somebody go into the comic book store and rip off the digital codes and bring them out to him. I mean, technically... That's how, that's how he's reading them. Technically, they're not being ripped off. True. Because the Secret Service is just reappropriating them. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. Saving America. I mean, how else would you make America great again if he doesn't get all the digital codes? This is... This is crazy. I couldn't even imagine what Brubaker went through during the death of Captain America. Couldn't even imagine. But I couldn't even imagine if he was doing that in today's climate. Oh, God, no. I mean, he had backlash back then. I couldn't even imagine now. Yeah, the but, but then you have to wait in the mail for death threats, and you know, then you're okay for a few days. That's crazy. You know? God. What the heck is wrong? Now it's like instant death threats. I mean, we talked about, I think it was last episode, maybe, the people crying at C2E2 when they read Secret Empire number one. Mm-hmm. The guy that ripped the book in half and tossed it in the air and said, F this crap, I'm out. But is he really? I mean, I, that actually didn't happen, but. I just but all but everyone's reaction. It's one of those how many people reacted the way they reacted because they know somebody is holding up a a phone to be able to put some form of uh, video out, and all of a sudden it's going to become popular because I was crying during after reading Secret Empires. <laughs> like oh my god! You know what the problem is? People just don't know how to read. I mean, I don't know how, why you read comics, Nick. But I read comics to get away from reality. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's the case for most people. Um, but to, to be so, like, engrossed and entrenched in the well-being of a fictitious character um, is a little, uh, it's a little weird, Nick. You know what I mean? It is Mental Health Awareness Month, so uh, there's always that. We can support that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, dude. Like, when weird shit happens in comics, like, very rarely do I get pissed off. You know? I'm more like, what? what? Hell yeah, let's see where this goes. You know? 
Yeah, it's... Remember when there was WTF moments, or even some of the best ones, was that I can't wait for, like, see you in 30 days. Like, those are the great moments. Mm -hmm. Not even cliffhangers, just like, what the F? Mm -hmm. And you went back because you just had to read more. Or like Garth Ennis with Preacher. Something so crazy and outlandish, and it's like, I in 30 days, I gotta see if he can top this. Mm-hmm. Like, how's this person gonna get out of that pickle? Right. But now it's like, everybody just needs to know, instead of like, you know what, when you get on a ride at King's Island, and the roller coaster's just starting out, you're not yelling at the attendant who locked you into place. How does this roller coaster end? I need to know. I can't wait 93 seconds for it to end. Mm -hmm. And now it feels like that's what every, like no one wants to do the loop-de-loops or all of the drops. They just want to know by the time it ends, are we going to start back at square one? Right, right, right. And sometimes I don't need to start back at square one. Yep. Like even if, guess what? Hey, kids. Even if Captain America revealed himself to Hitler and then they both kissed each other square on the lips, that's still that's a that's a W WTF moment. Like you don't need to be writing into Marvel to be like, that's not my Captain America. <laughs> it's like then don't read it. Yeah, get out of here. Get like, out of here. Holy Christ. See, people just don't know how to vote with their wallets, dude. Uh, believe me, everyone that bitches, you know they're going to be right They're back still there. buying it, and yeah. they're probably buying all the variants, you know, and they're <sighs> buying multiple copies. Just shut the fuck up already. I don't get it. No one gives a shit about you, okay? Everybody wants to be on a platform thinking that they have, like, the ears of tens of thousands of people and I'm going to shake my fist at Marvel or DC or whoever. Mm -hmm. It's like, hey, guess what? Even if Rebirth is kicking ass, taking name, I'm pretty sure in 18 months they're going to start it all over again with number ones. Yeah, not necessarily. uh, I'm pretty sure they know number ones are going to sell this amount more. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, even if they were like, all we're going to do is start over number one. Everything's still the same. Don't worry about it, guys. We're starting off on number one, and we're going to add five new titles. Yeah, but see, see that's, how that's, dude, that doesn't work anymore, though. That's the problem with Marvel. Marvel's not selling shit because they keep rebooting every six months. Yeah. And that's why they have to double ship just to make the fucking sales chart. They're not selling anything. They're just fucking printing and shipping. Well... It also doesn't help that they're losing all of their artists and writers, too. So. Well, you know. It's I, the snake that eat, that's eaten its tail. I, I, I will say I'm available. Um, I will not write Cap because I don't want uh, hate mail. Mm-hmm. But I will gladly write Spider-Man. I, okay, uh, dear Marvel Comics, <laughs> I do not want... Martin Ferretti writing Spider-Man 
uh, he's pooped on it too many times. <laughs> Please give him Deathlock. Hey, I love the or... I love the I love the events. Hey, I'm talking to Marvel Comics. Wait, wait, I do a Deathlock. I do that. I'm talking to Marvel Comics. Dude, Leave I would write alone. this shit out of Deathlock. I love Dear Deathlock Marvel back in the days. Com- Dear Marvel Comics, please have Martin Freddy write a Deathlock series. I'll do that. Or a Machine Man series. Uh, no. Or a Moon Knight series. Yes, now you're talking. Or a Moon Dragon series. Wait, Marvel Comics. Put all four of those together. All new defend. No, all new champions. Huh. And put Bobby Iceman on the team. <laughs> Thank you. Martin, please send that to Marvel Comics. Uh, Thank you. Oof. I would also write a Beta Ray Bill series. Just that Hell yeah. <laughs> no, put him in Champions. Oh, there you go. You need you need like a, a high power. Yeah, that's the one I, one thing I was missing was the high power dude. There's a Champions book out now, isn't there? It's pretty terrible. Uh, yeah, and it's written by Mark Wade, and I don't think it's yeah, being yeah, written it, by Mark Wade. No, 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 it's I think he's no, it, it can't be. Yeah, it can't be written it. by him. Let's see who's, who's but, writing that. But when that was first coming out, before, before when it first got announced, remember we talked about it and. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I was all on board for a team champions, which is sort of where they were going. And then they sort of messed it up and didn't do a team book. Mm-hmm. Like they should have thrown in like even some of the X Men teams. Mm-hmm. Like just make it a team book. Like that would be fun. At least then you know you're going to it for like some teen angsty stuff. All right, here we go. Yeah, it's Amadeus Cho as Hulk, which is great. Young Cyclops. That's good. Okay, yeah. Miss Marvel. Check, check. Yeah, perfect. The, awesome. The terrible new young Nova. Uh, yeah, but I get where they're going. You need a you need a smart Alec guy. Okay, and Viv, Division's daughter. That's a good team. That's a great team. Yeah, that, Why is that the book should not be not good. But that should be like Beverly Hills nine hundred two one zero, and it's Umberto Ramos on art. Yeah, that should be a great book. I read the first volume. I was not impressed. No. And I and you know me. I love me some Mark Wade, but it just he didn't even have Ms. Marvel's voice right. Mm. But that should be a great book. You know what I'm saying? Like, sure, is that book for everyone? No. But there's plenty of people out there that love like the teen romancy actiony type book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sign me up. Yep. Shameful I like Viv. Yeah, that I didn't even know Viv was in it. Yeah, yeah that's, in it. that's smart. That's real smart because mm-hmm. I think wasn't in volume one. I think you're. Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't Vision in volume one? Um. Yeah, Vision was in it. I thought there were. Who else was there? In were, there were. I thought there was one other adult. That's why I was like, what? This should be all kids. Well, they had, yeah, Vision was in, um, Lady Thor, Jane Foster was in there. Yes, that um, was the problem. Yeah, Sam, there Sam were way Wilson, too many. Sam Wilson, yes. Captain America was in there. Right, there were way too many adults in it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, want, I, want a teen, I want a Marvel Teen Titans book. I wonder how much original art for this book would be. I need some Umberto Ramos art. Oh, my God. Yeah, you need you need some, and then you need me to come sleep over at your house, and I steal it. I mean, you're more than welcome. 
Oh my god! Just I don't love pull around Roberto Rama. <laughs> I'll be the I'll be the outside spoon or the inside spoon. Doesn't matter. <laughs> oh man. Mm. But yeah, how much do you think Ramos art would be if you had to take a guess? And okay, let me preface it: it isn't a Spider-Man page. It would be a secondary not as popular character page. Good. I mean, I'd probably even buy a, a, um, um, a Champions page. I would. Yeah, yeah, I would buy that. Yeah. How much? I don't know. A couple hundred bucks, I would say. Like three. Yeah, two or three. Two fifty-three. I mean, come on. He's been drawn for a, like, come on. Oh, dude, since the he, 90s. Yeah, he's had some lineage there. And yeah. he's not drawn these, like, piss poor books. Right. Oh, God. I would love that. Oh, my God. I couldn't even imagine, dude. All right. I'm on eBay right now. Uh-oh. Looking at Umberto Ramos' original art. Uh, let's see. Gen 13 pages, 150. That's pretty good. Yeah, not bad. Spider-Man Depending pages. on the character who's on it. Yeah, Spider-Man, 350 to 450. That sounds about right. Depending on what is... Is it just, like, May and... Ben, you know, like sure, sure, sure. May and J. Jonah Jameson on a cover, yeah. not a cover, but a page. I wouldn't pay that. A yeah, matter of fact, this three fifty page doesn't even. I mean, it's got Peter and Mary Jane, but there's no Spider Man. Yeah, um, I'm, sh- I'm sure you could tack on about a hundred bucks more. Runaways under a hundred. Yeah, but it's Runaways. Oh, Crimson! I would love that. That's like there fifty bucks. <laughs> that would be alright Crimson was my jam back in the day well then you should grab one he quit doing it because he uh, went to work for Marvel hmm well can't blame him there <sighs> did I tell you that I jumped on the Dan Slot <clears throat> Dan Slot trade sale mm-hmm. no you didn't during I think it was Christmas time and they're finally coming up in my like time to read uh and I think I told you this before, how I arrange all my, like, how I how I read my comicsology is arranged in my crazy OCD head. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, finally, all the slot sale trades have come up. So I have so much Ramos coming my way again. But you read, like al- you, you read alphabetically, time. though, so it's going to take you a while to get there. No, I don't read alphabetically. I, I think I even can give... Rob a run for his money. <laughs> uh, all right, this is how I do it. I and I don't know if I've ever told you. When you buy stuff on Comicsology, you can search alphabetically or date purchased. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I have like I I have some books like a hundred books right now on my iPad. Yeah, and then. I don't filter them in by order of importance or mood because I'm I have like 150 books, so I'm always going to be able to find like oh I want to read an indie book. One of those 150 that are downloaded currently, I'll have some indie books there. I'll have some superhero, DC, both sides of the fence. Mm-hmm. But when I pull stuff in from Comicsology, I go to I search by uh, purchase date. And then I scroll all the way back to the last thing I downloaded, and then I download the next ones that are up. Hmm. 
And this way, like I explained it to Paul, this way I will always read every one of my purchases at least once. That makes sense. So right now, the bad thing is I've been buying so much, like the last six months, well, eight months, that I'm still right now currently. If I if I were to go and download something, mm-hmm. I would be downloading from October of last year. Oh wow, I know. <laughs> so I I have quite the back catalog, and the only time I've ever really skipped ahead is for Starman, since we're reading that for a book club, and then listening to Daryl Taylor, the voice, one, two, three, mm-hmm. um, when he was reading the best, you mean, by that? <laughs> um, I'm number one of his fan club. I don't know if you know that. Yeah, uh, but he was talking up uh, Morrison's JLA run. Yes, 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 yes. So I grabbed that stuff out of my pile and i just instantly downloaded those and that's what i'm reading currently nice so. let me tell you how i read my comics are you ready for Ooh, this yeah so as you know i do a lot of dcbs mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so i generally know in advance what i'm getting sure so because of that i always know or i assume i know what my favorite book will be out of that pile and i always read that last Wow. Okay. okay. Interesting. Always read that last. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Then I go through the list. I generally know what I'm going to read first. Okay. Generally, can, can, I, can I be first. asking? Wait, wait, let be me, asking let, no, the, I, no I questions need, yet. No questions yet. I, I need to ask one question. All right. One question. No, make it two. Okay. Two questions. When do you get the DCPS box? Mm-hmm. My next question is the comic you want to read the most is at the bottom. If okay. you get boxes every Friday... I don't, but continue. But if you do... Sure. Let's say you know when the next box is hitting. Mm-hmm. You haven't got to the comic you're dying to read, but the next box is coming in two days. Will you rearrange your comic book order to make sure that you read the ones that you are absolutely dying to read before that next box hits? So you never have, like, two of the same title of the number one comic book you're dying to read. No. So I get, okay. I get monthly boxes. Okay, okay. Okay. And so as a result, I am never more than four weeks behind. Smart. Okay. Now, okay. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm generally always three weeks behind, I guarantee you that. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm never more than a month behind. Um. I mean, it helps that I get a lot of digital stuff from publishers. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes I will go ahead and buy on Comixology some digital stuff if I don't want to wait for it to come in. Mm-hmm. Um, but for, for the bulk of things, I will wait for my box. Okay? Nice. Like I said, I always save what I think will be the best for last. Mm-hmm. Okay? And generally, I'm pretty dead on with that. Okay? Because I usually pick, like... Yeah, something that is, is generally strong. Okay, and I say it for last. Like, let's it's say it's a Man of War. Okay, just for simplicity. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I know that's going to be good. I say it for last. So first, I have a couple ways that I do this. The first one is like a brand new indie series. I might go ahead and read that first. Okay, and the reason for that is 
If it's really good, then I'd be like, oh, wow, that's really good. Let me read some more comics. If it was just okay, then I'm like, all right, that was all right. Let me just go ahead and go to the next one. You see what I mean? So there's no sweat off my brow with whatever I pick first. Okay. However, I will never pick a book that I'm not as excited about first. Because then I just won't mm. want to read anything else. Or you fall asleep. Eh, not, not usually. Oh, okay. But I, I just won't want to read anymore. Now, with the rest of the box, you want to know how I read it? Here's what happens. I take the box. I throw it up in the air. And I shoot, at, I shoot an arrow. And whatever book uh, gets hit by the arrow, that's, that's, what I, that's what I read next. How many boxes of wine have you had tonight? <laughs> None. I'm not even with, finished with this bottle yet. <laughs> you shoot it with an arrow. A love dart. A love dart. And then it's hard. Like, you have to be really careful pulling it out. Because there's, there's already a hole going through the whole comic. You know what I mean? So sometimes I miss part of the story. Because there's, there's an arrow hole through it. So, so this... Shooting the arrow through it is just one way for you not to resell your stuff. I don't resell anything, dude. You're committed. Mm-hmm. No, I um the the rest of the okay. box I, the rest of the box I do in random order. I don't when have anything can, in particular. I just grab one and go. When can I break some of this stuff down a little bit? I need uh, I oh, need to. Uh, what are we breaking down? I need to open this up a little bit. I need questions answered. What, what's to open? Okay, you're reading your indie stuff first. No, I will pick one issue. Either so, either an indie book that's like new that I haven't read yet, or something that I know that I've read before that I know will be fun. Okay, kind of like a warm up to the box. You know what I mean? A palette starter. Sure. Like uh, like a, like an hors d'oeuvre, if you will. Okay. Or a, a hors d'oeuvre, as they say in the Midwest. Ooh, gotcha. Yeah. So this could be like the new David Barron. Sure, absolutely. Gotcha. Absolutely. Or a Dark Horse comic or something absolutely. like that. Okay. How do you give me a sample of... You get this huge box. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um... Give me a sample of how you're arranging stuff, because I'm I'm sure the majority of it is the same shit every month. Yeah, generally it is, yeah. So once you have that palette starter, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. then how are you arranging the comics? Well, I mean, they're all in a pile. So sure, sure. I'll just uh, like fan them out and just pick one and go to the next one. Oh, so you're not actually arranging them into a pile? No, like there's one there pile. Is, there is zero order. Sometimes I'll read them in the order that they're boxed in. Sometimes I'll just grab and go. So you're not like one Marvel and then one DC nope. and then one. Okay, well that's hmm. nope, totally random. The only thing that matters to me is first and last. Is it then? What draws you in? Is it the mood? For the next book. For the next book. Sometimes. Sometimes. So, like, if the first book I read is a really fun book, then the next book I read, I might want something a little dark. Kind of to balance it out, you know what I mean? A little yin and yang. 
Makes sense. Yeah. But uh, yeah, there's there's no there's no rules here, Nick. Well, now, uh, okay. Well, I still have I still have questions. Um, what if you have an aftershock or a Valiant Central podcast coming up in a couple days? Will that rearrange the order for you? That depends. And could you possibly be reading the one that you're most excited for? earlier because of said podcast so that depends so that is a little different because i get him an email you see what i mean so i'm, I'm not i don't read them when when i get the email but i will read mm-hmm. them like the day they come out or the day after they come out mm. in digital form via the email okay well that i didn't sense. know you were a big baller like that okay that does make sense. You did know, you liar. Not everything. I didn't know how much stuff you got sent. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the aftershock stuff. I think we're just now going to start getting sent. Well, how would I know any of this stuff? Yeah. So. Anyways, sometimes I I, I will double dip on that stuff. Gotcha. Yep. As you should. Sure. Why not? I don't mind. It's like somebody was commenting to uh, Dinesh on Twitter. Um, I can't even remember what the comment was. So now this won't make any sense. Never mind. But I was like, Uh-oh. you know, I I double and triple dip. I would like that as well. Oh, it was uh that uh coupons, the 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 digital codes. Yeah. It might have been our buddy Ross, I think. Hmm. And I was like, yeah, I would love some digital or coupon, whatever digital codes, because I'm buying singles and trades and sometimes digis and then sometimes hardcovers as well yeah uh, i wouldn't mind that you know what i mean mm-hmm. anyway absolutely anyway that's all i got but, nick that's very now how do you do you read all of your floppies of that month first and then before starting on your backlog is that when you uh, jump over to some trades or omnibuses? Like, how do the omnibuses get put into your reading order? With floppies, I cannot go to the next DCBS box until I'm done with all the floppies from the previous box. Really? Yeah, because I, I'm, a lot of them are series that I'm reading every month. So I can't go to the next issue of that series if I haven't read the previous one. You see what no, I mean? No, no, no. And I, I'm asking, are you. The ones that aren't part of the DCBS. Sure, right. The randos that you picked up at a con or your you know local comic book store. Yeah, yeah. If you can't get... You finish your monthly stuff before the next box arrives. You finish all that. Mm-hmm. Do you go into your floppies or how do you integrate in, I want to read this trade or I want to read this omnibus? Is that part of the reading? Will you break up your monthly floppies or do you have to finish your monthly floppies because the next box is right around the corner like is there a compulsion part like is there wiring to you that you're like i have to do this before i ever approach this to to an extent i guess i mean if if like if my box is coming on friday and it's wednesday and i still have 50 books to read then i'm going to read those 50 floppies because mm-hmm, okay, mm-hmm. I have to read them before I read the next box. Sure. You see what I mean? Um, 
But that doesn't mean that I'm not going to be reading trades or collected editions or whatever else in between. Uh, and sometimes that's kind of why I fall behind on the floppies. Because the trades, I mean, I can read those whenever. You know what I mean? And okay. if it's a, a, a paperback, so collecting four or five issues, chances are I'm going to read it in one sitting. Mm. Right? Because that's, that's part of my enjoyment of reading a trade is that I get a whole story. And so as a result, I want to read the whole story at once. Gotcha. And so usually I'll do those in one sitting, sometimes two. Now, can I can I unpack this subject a little bit more? Oh, boy. This is I, like uh, the psychology of Martin. Because I'm fascinated. Okay. Hey, you can ask me questions. You already asked me questions. Now it's my turn to ask you. Yeah. Um, what, out of your last box, what was the last comic that you were uber excited to read so it went to the bottom of the stack? Let's say the last three months. Your last three boxes. Examanowar, I guess. But that one, you only had one issue. Okay. So what were the other two months? Um, Deathstroke. Okay. That's usually towards the bottom of the box. Okay. Um, that might, by the way... Sometimes this might change. So, for example, with yeah. Deathstroke, right? So, okay, so if there's two books that I know will be really good every month, mm-hmm. and I just, I'm in the middle of the stack, I read a fucking stinker, I'll go ahead and pick one of these gems. You see what I mean? To keep my mood positive. You need the palate cleanser. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. So, um, what was, okay, you said Deathstroke. What was the one the previous month? Oh man, that's tough. Because my next question goes along the same lines. Are you are you asking me to remember from three months ago? Are you telling me you can't remember three months from now? Nick, that's like a couple hundred comics. Are you smelling wood right now, Martin? <laughs> I'm fearing that you might be know. having a stroke while we're on let, podcasting. Let me unzip my pants real quick and I'll tell oh you. Oh <laughs> my god. Ay, ay, ay. Bookmark this because I have to send this portion to your wife. No, no, no. That listen. was horrible. <clears throat> the question isn't necessarily fair, though. Because generally the, well, the books at the bottom of the of the pile are generally the same every month. Okay, okay, because this was my next question, and maybe you don't need to actually remember three months ago, which is frightening. You can't. Dude, I don't even Um, know what came out last week, okay? My question then would be, what do you think the longest run of you looking at whatever title it is, oh man, this is going to the bottom. Like, how long did that last? For one specific title. Did it go six months where you're just like, I can't get enough of this Exo Mana War? Because I'm sure that's sort of... I mean, Exo Mana War is always where... at the bottom of the list. Absolutely. Is it really? Yeah, it has been for five years. So when when there was a lull after the Venditti run, that was when you all of a sudden, like, DC Rebirth titles will be at the bottom. 
No, no well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah or something it, like that, yeah. All yeah, of a sudden, yeah, yeah. you had to find somebody else to take that yeah, there, spot. Yeah, there's, there's DC titles always at the bottom as well. Like Superman, Deathstroke, um, Red Hood. Um, I'm trying to think what else. I really like Detective, so that's usually towards the bottom also. I just didn't know if there was always one that was like, oh, man, I can't wait for this. This goes to the very bottom of the pile. Mm-mm. Like, here's the orgasm title right here. Boom. I don't I don't really have that, though. Like, the orgasm no? title? No. I don't think I've ever had a book where I'm like, oh, oh my God, God, that was the most amazing thing ever. Just, just, just. You know what I mean? Okay. I mean, there's books that I've, I'm always eagerly anticipating reading. See, there's some for me that, and I don't put the the most exciting titles at the bottom. Those are all of my most exciting titles are for the palate cleansers, and mm-hmm. those could those could happen at any time. But when I used to buy floppies, there was a point where it was like. Oh, I, I like this slot or when Wade was writing Spider-Man or when he was writing Daredevil and it was like Marcos Martins, the artist this month. Like that was the instant like this is the palate cleanser. Mm-hmm. Like all it took was like a certain creator to be like, yep, that's the palate cleanser. But it was always changing. Hmm. And even a cover would be like, holy crap, that's a good cover. All right, well, that's a palate cleanser. Yeah, yeah. But it was always changing with me. I never had an EXO title that was, like, consistently, that's my number one. That's my guy right there. (laughs) I mean, there were clunkers of Spider-Man, believe me, that were not even, like, CN30. I was just like, ugh, CN30. Keep it away. You can. I'll see you in sixty days. I don't care. See you in thirty. I'm getting you off my pull list, bitch. Bah. It was never that bad. Yeah. But there were there were moments. There there, there were definitely story arcs that were just like oh yeah yeah. Phoning it in. Uh yeah, that happens sometimes. Even to to the best books, I suppose. Yeah, for sure. Can't blame them for that. Yeah, and there, there's there's always some that like I want to be excited for, and then when I'm at my local comic book store, like when I I went back during Convergence because I I wanted a few of those titles, mm-hmm. and I knew everyone's opinion on Convergence was just poo 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 poo, but it was one of those like I don't care, I want to read Swamp Thing, sure. I don't care, I want to read you know. Blue Beetle, or whoever. Like, I want to read OMAC. So I didn't, like, just seeing those covers, it was it, it was like, I these could possibly be bad. Like, I need the palate cleanser after, so mm-hmm. let me buy a couple more titles. But if they're great, if they're home runs, well, that's sort of what I was bat- batting on. I'm not expecting much. Right, right, right. Like, I always made it into a roller coaster. Like, I did not want to slowly build from, eh, the last arc was sort of crappy, I'll read that first. Uh, and then wait till the very last, like, few of my comics are like, these are the big balls. Mm-hmm. 
like, no, no, no. I needed like highs and lows. Because <laughs> I was one of those people that I would fall asleep if I'm reading something just got awful and right. it was a trudge to get through. Right. I would I would always finish it, but man, six pages in and all of a sudden like I think I remember three of those pages. Like, nope, you were actually falling asleep. Put this down for a little bit. Yeah, I can't do that. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, and the thing is, like, if you're doing ECBS, you have to, you have to be very aware of what you're getting, right? Because mm. mm. if you end up hating a book, you're still going to get it for two more months. Oh God, really? Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I suppose you can cancel the order, but I don't know. I don't know, like, what the cut. I've never had to cancel that way. I would assume sure. they would let you cancel within. A month or two. I don't know. I'm, I'm, really I'm, I'm too polite that there's no way. I would just be like, I'll cancel it now and eat those two issues. Mm. Like, I would never put up a stink. I would just be like, eh, oh well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So does that really make you... Because I never ordered DCBS. Does that really make you read previews or pay attention to... Oh, this one art, you know, this one creative team's leaving the book. Do I want to try this new creative team? Or, even worse, the next creative team, I don't like their track record. I have no interest in them. I better cancel that because it's coming up in three months. You know what I'm saying? Do you have to really pay attention, or all of a sudden are you getting stuck with, like, oh my god, this shitty creative team is now on the book now I have to cancel it and I've just got three out of their arc three issues out of their arc no I mean if it's a character I really want to read it doesn't matter much I mean that that Snyder Batman book that J.R.J.R. was doing I think J.R.J.R. draws like a five year old but I still bought the book <laughs> you know what I mean yes but that's Batman Right, exactly. I'm talking about secondary or third character. Right, I mean, like, all right, so like the X Men right now. Yeah. You got the the gold and the blue. Right. Um. Now I love Jorge Molina, but uh-huh. the the stuff in X Men Blue is just not good. Huh. I don't know. Maybe it's uh, I don't know. He might have a, a another guy with him. Who knows. Um, but, but you're pretty in tune with stuff like that. So, like, X-Men blue and gold or yellow or whatever the hell it is. If all of a sudden you read way ahead that, like, oh, J.R.J.R. starting in three issues. Mm-hmm. Will you be like, all right, I got to stop that on my DCBS and just time it out perfectly? Or do you sort of not pay attention to crap like that? And just as soon as the box arrives and you open it up and you're like, oh, JR, JR. Because then, yeah, it'll, what it'll be more like then that. you're screwed because all of a sudden you have that issue in your hand and then you just said it'll take two months for you to cancel. So really you have three issues coming where you could have nipped it in the bud if you would have paid attention to previews or whatever. Yeah, no, it would be more like that. I don't, I don't look at okay. creative teams too much. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm more on the ball with that. Like when I got uh, 
I've been getting some DC Rebirth uh, trades from the library, mm-hmm. and I got and I listen to Rebirthically all the time. And I swear to God, I don't ever remember them ever saying that uh, Albuquerque was doing the art. Yeah, they've said that. Okay, I maybe I just glanced over it or yeah. just didn't really. But all of a sudden, I got it, and I'm like, he's doing what? 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 Like that? <laughs> that got me uber excited. So yeah. even if the writing is subpar, it's still like, yeah, but this is nice art. At least this is fun. I was just looking over uh, X-Men Blue, number one. Yeah? How's um, that looking? So apparently the the art that I hate is not Jorge Molina. He does the mm-hmm. back half. Oh. The front okay. half is some other guy. And I Who is it? I don't like it. Um... Arthur Adams. Matteo Matteo Bufagni. Never heard of him. Never heard of him either. Anyway, he does the front half. My only comment is, why does Black Tom Cassidy have the Batman Beyond suit on? Ooh. Like, it's literally Batman Beyond. That's weird. It's a black suit with a red bat on the chest. Huh. Huh. Interesting. Now, is Blue the one you were looking forward to because it's, like, the 90s version of X-Men? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue I was looking forward to. Okay, okay. Because I, I know you were raving about it when they first announced it. Well, it's... It's, um, no, it's no, all Blue, the adults. No, no, no. Blue is the one with the, the original team. Right, right. But they're all adults. It isn't the kid versions. No, they're kids. What? Yeah, it's Jean Grey, Cyclops, Angel... Um, Iceman and Beast. Well, then why weren't you reading all new X-Men by Bendis? Because Bendis. Because that's, that's the same exact team. Because Bendis. Oh, brother. You know. You already know you that, t- Nick. Take the cake. Son. I mean, I'm, I'm reading Jessica Jones just because Jessica Jones. And mm. I think Bendis does a really good job with Jessica Jones. Mm. He does. He does. There, there's certain characters that he does really well, and he actually spends time with them. Mm-hmm. Now, the one that Can, you're talking about is uh, Gold. That's uh, Kitty, Storm, Nightcrawler, Colossus, Prestige, and Alderman Logan. Oh, no. I was talking about Blue, because I know you were going on about, like, this is sort of the 90s X-Men. And then when you read off the Gold team, I was like, holy mackerel, that's a hodgepodge, even though I like all those characters. yeah, yeah. yeah. But oof, I think they're both, both books are fine. Both books are fine. Sure, 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 sure. Uh, they're they're not like what I remember them being, but you know, twenty years ago, thirty years ago, but they're fine. But they do they scratch that nineties itch a little? Eh, we'll see. Too early to okay. tell. Okay. I think these are bi-weekly too. Hmm. Let me know when uh, the blue team goes out shopping <laughs> to a mall. <laughs> Then I'll be like, yep, that is a 90s book. Look at that. The hell Captain America's in here? That's it. I'm dropping this book. <laughs> that Nazi. I'm out. Dude, what? why? Why? You just started this fucking book. Why? <laughs> Seriously. Set up a storm. You just started. Dude, it's, what issue is this? Issue two. Why is Captain America in here? I, dude. And they're in a helicarrier. Why? Dude, I... You know how much I love me some Wolverine, Punisher, Ghost Rider, Spider-Man. 
But in the 90s and into the 2000s, even I was like, hey, guys, can we stop guest starring all of these characters? <laughs> like, Jesus H. Christ. We don't need Wolverine in every issue. We And now, like, Captain America is that way. Damn it, I need to read this because now I'm really confused. Nightcrawler's mm. in here all dead. Storm doesn't have a Mohawk. She had a Mohawk in the first issue. What happened? I'm so confused. <laughs> You see, this is why we can't have nice things, Nick. <laughs> Marvel just relaunches, and now they're fucking it up already. Right. I can't say that till I read it. Yeah, give it some time. Well, I mean, I, 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 at least I got to read the issue. Yeah, I mean, Marvel, and I don't think you should just read one issue. You know, give it an arc. So God, this art is terrible. You know, give give Marvel twenty five dollars of your money, your hard earned money. So. That you can just read one arc, and then you'll have, you know, you'll have your fill. Let me tell you, Nick, I, I, I know that Marvel's hard up on, on, on writers and artists right now because everyone's leaving. Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, I'm, I can do better art than this fucking book right now. Wow. This is terrible. This is the X-Men. <laughs> you, should have, you should have your best fucking artist on, on X-Men. Remember when that was? the case yeah i do remember that it should still be the case when like x-men had the cadillac of artists and then like you'd flip to like uh fantastic four or avengers or some other book and it was just like who are these people like what the hell's going on here god what a fucking shame (laughs) i might just drop this shit if they keep this fucking guy on art wow God, that's awful. That's not good. You know what's pretty, though? That Thanos? Are you reading Thanos? You should read Thanos. I am not reading Thanos. Is uh, Mike Diodato still doing the art? He sure is. Oh, God, I love me some Mike Diodato. Who's doing the colors? Um, Frank Martin. Yeah, he's usually pretty loyal with colorists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God, he's so good. Mm-hmm. And who's writing it? Lemire. Yeah, I should be reading that. I don't know for how much longer. What is this? Is this a mini? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> Who knows anymore? Because well, Lemire left Marvel, so. Yeah, he did. I'm assuming it's done. Oh man, let me tell you, the Thane's got the Dark Phoenix Force in him. Whew. Ooh. All right. I like the sound of that. Dude, this shit is fucking good. Hmm. It's so good. Interesting. It's so good. Dark Phoenix is everywhere. Wow. She's in, uh... Dark Phoenix is in Thanos. What else is she in? One of the X-Bucks, and I thought there was a... Oh, in, uh... In The Mighty Thor. Dark Phoenix is in there. Jeez. So I don't know what's going on. Damn, that's a little odd. See, why don't they have Diodato doing the art on X-Men? What's happening here? (laughs) What is going on? Uh, You know what I don't understand? Like, Marvel, I would assume, is giving not great money, but why would you be like, unless Diodato wanted to work with Lemire, I guess that could be the case. Mm. And then all of a sudden, Lemire was like, peace, I'm out. 
Who who the hell knows? Here, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and, and and give you a rundown of how much Marvel I'm reading. Are you ready? Yeah. All right. So last week it is thirty five books. Okay. Three of those are Marvel. Wow. So it's Th- let me guess Thanos, X Men Blue, X Men Gold. Correct. Jesus, that's it? Yep. Wow. Yep. But I guess I I guess I hate to say it, like I was gonna bring up like, well what about and everything I was gonna bring up isn't going on anymore. Wait, did Logan Logan come out? Fuck. I think I forgot to put that on my list. Shit. Is your list like always digital every month? Not digital. Like, are you are you filling out your list digitally? Yes, on a spreadsheet. And if that's the case, why wouldn't they just be servicing you up? Here's what you grabbed last month, already pre-selected. So all you have to do is say, "Yep, that's what I want." Oh, and add this stuff with it. Uh, you know. Because then you would never forget anything. Because I hear you and Mike all the time. Like, Mike's like, oh, yeah, I missed number three. Yep. Like, well, if it was pre-selected, and guess what? Then they could sort of screw you. If you don't deselect it, then mm-hmm. guess what? We're ordering it for you again. Just like any local comic book store would be. All right, here's the Marvel books I'm reading. <laughs> all together. Mockingbird? Hold on, can I go I've- through them? Mockingbird. Uh, Mockingbird was my jam. Mockingbird, Black Widow. Nope. Well, that was a good run. Was Come it? On. I never read it. Mockingbird yeah. was really good, though. I was just going to name off all Vision. I was going to name off all of these books that were awesome. That <laughs> that aren't where are now. Where are these now, Marvel? <laughs> like dum dums. Um, X Men Blue, X Men Gold, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, Kingpin. Okay. Mosaic. Mm-hmm. Which I don't even know why I'm still picking that up. I thought I, I thought I was dropping that. <laughs> um, Allman Logan, Moon Knight. I think Moon Knight's done though. Thanos. I think that's it. Did you drop uh, Spider Man after that little mini event? Yeah, Spider Man. I'm only doing the events. Okay. Um. I will be picking up that new Spider-Man book with, uh, what is it, Superior Octopus or whatever the hell it is. You know what I'm talking about? Who's the about? team on that? No. Who's the team on that? I don't know. But it's it's Doc Ock with a new body. Interesting. The Superior Octopus or something. That's probably not what the book's called. Huh. Um, I will be picking that up because... Uh, that Superior Spider-Man was the shit. I like that. Matter of fact, is that in trade? Is there an omnibus of that? Of Superior? Yes. Yes, I'm sure there is. Is there? Oh, if there is, I'm getting that shit. <laughs> Why don't you should just read that on Marvel Unlimited. Uh, yeah, but you know what? There's things that I want to have physical copies of. That's true, and that's a darn good run. That's a run that I would go back and reread. 
There's a superior foe's omnibus, but not a superior Spider-Man omnibus. That's a shame. That has to be coming out sooner or later. But superior foe's is pretty good too. <laughs> oh man, there's a, wait. What is this? This can't be the whole thing. There's a superior Spider-Man hardcover, Steve Ditko variant. Hmm. Is it an? What is this? Un- unreleased Ditko? It's got to be, because it's from 2013. Collect Spider-Man 698 to 700 and Superior 1 through 5. Yeah, I don't want that. I want the whole fucking no. thing. Yeah, you don't want that. Get out of here. Uh, never mind. Fuck you, Marvel. Oh. All right, now go through the total list of what your order when you went through the three Marvel. Well, what's the total number again? 37? For last week, 35. 35. I was close. Uh, and out of the 35, how many are DC? Uh, let me go back to that. Hang on. Come on. Play with me, Ferretti. Ooh. Star, Star Wars, May the 4th. Oh, hello. Twenty-one. Wow! Holy criminy! Wow! All right, are you looking at the names of those twenty-one? Sure. When you go through those names of the twenty-one, are there any between me, you, and the wall? Are there any that you could pair back and not really miss? Oh, sure. Um. I mean, I can probably drop Doom Patrol. Uh, I mean, I know that's like uh, what, it, what? What's that young animal? But it's still DC, so um, mm-hmm. I can probably drop that. I can probably drop Hellblazer. Mm. Um, Suicide Squad. I could probably drop Justice League. I could probably drop. Oh, here we okay. go. JLA. That's terrible. Is that the Hitch that written book, one? That book is bad. No, JLA is the one with Lobo, um, Killer Frost, uh, Batman, yeah. The Ray, and who else is in there? Somebody else in there. Yeah, you had me at Lobo. Yeah, that book is bad. That's, that's probably it. I really like the rest of them. Okay, gotcha. You know what's going to be on the bottom of my pile on this one? Ooh, give it to me. Batman the Shadow. Oh yeah, that's uh is it Rossimo art? Yep, sure is. Oh wow. Yeah, that's gotta be a goodie. Mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I might have to read that first and last, dude. I don't know. Oh no, really? That very rarely happens, but sometimes it happens. <laughs> Nick, that very rarely happens. <laughs> this is a rainbow unicorn, dude. You don't understand. <laughs> it's true. Well, you know, sometimes there's a book that just looks so good to you mm-hmm. that you you can't wait to read it. So you read it first, and you're like, holy fuck, that was awesome. Let me read the rest of my box. And then by the time the boxes are done, you you don't really remember what you read the first one, you know, the, the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Plus, you know, I do like to reread sometimes. Yeah, why not? Sometimes. It's fun. 
it's a lot of fun to do that. Yep, 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 yep. Um, I'm with you. Let me tell you, I finished. Uh, I, I think I mentioned this last time. There's there's three episodes out, four now as of this recording of The Handmaid's Tale on Hulu. Yes, you should watch it if you're not watching it. It might be my favorite thing on TV right now. Um, um I I will be watching it. Uh, on your recommendation, but I'm going to wait to binge the whole thing. Fair enough. I uh, I, I, I enjoyed the, the TV show so much, I went ahead and got the book on Audible. Good. I, I finished the book today. Nice. The book is better than I remember. So, that means it was fantastic. Uh, it was, I remember it being good, but it was fantastic. So now I'm starting American Gods, because I'm going to wait till that season's over. So I can get stars, so I can watch American Gods. Oh, smart. Yeah. Because I don't yeah, have yeah, stars. Yeah. Uh, but I'm doing the book. And then once I'm done with American Gods, I'm going to go ahead and get uh, The Dark Tower. Oh, good. Yep. Yeah, that's smart. Yep. That's I all like, I got, though. I like that. That's all I got. I like it. I like all of it. Yeah. Put yeah. me down for all that. You got anything else, or should we wrap it up? No, nah, I'm just looking over the Bane sale on Comixology. The what? There's a lot of the Bane, oh, the Bane sale. sale. Oh, yeah, because there's that new uh, new series coming out. Yep. Chuck Bane Dixon. Conquest. Yep. Yeah. I was uh, I was going to not read that until mm-hmm. I realized it was Chuck Dixon, and then I was like, yep, I'll read that. Yes, done and done. Yep, done and done. I am a sucker for JSA Classified, just like whatever I see any Brave and Bold on sale, Mm -hmm. JSA Classified's the same way. Mm. Like, those I just have to buy. They're usually standalone. They're just fun, fun reads. So, I see that there was a Bane team up with with Our Man, and I was like, I don't even understand what that means, but I will read that. (laughs) Yes. That sounds absolutely ridiculous. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Let's wrap this up, Nick. Yes. You have been listening to the one, the only, the major train wreck podcast mm-hmm. on the comfy couch. The Nerdy Legion podcast. Some episode or other. I don't know if you know this, Nick. We're almost to 100. I was going to say, we are creeping very close to it. We're we gotta, close. we gotta do the old uh, forearm shiv or the old um, diamond cutter elbow to open bar, because <laughs> they're not getting that one hundred number. They're not doing it. Nope. Not on my nope. watch. They sure are not. They sure and are not. Just, just to let you know, I think one hundred. I don't know how you are with your date night and weekend nights, but I think we might have to have some guests on, or at least both of us record on a Friday night or a Saturday night, so we can go extra long and extra drunk and extra dark. Yeah. So 100 might just be an after dark. Oh. Just to lay like this is Most sort of likely. what I'm thinking. Most like, if likely. anyone can join us, that's great. We can have ten people on the comfy couch. I don't care, or it can just be us two. But you will have a box of wine, half drunk, and I will have many beers. I uh, 
I, I brought home the remainder of Ronnie's Skull Splitter chocolate brandy. <laughs> you mean the water? The special water? <laughs> I mean the special water. Because there and, was no alcohol know, involved. You know one thing that I found hilarious about that, and I love that I wasn't on it so I could actually listen to it. It was great. I lo- I Sorry to derail our goodbye, everyone. <laughs> sorry. You could actually... <laughs> Why don't you edit in a goodbye and have outro music, and then this is the bonus part. Um, no, that's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> okay. Um, I never noticed that when you get drunk, you get a lot more quiet, mm-hmm. but you're a lot more laughy. Mm-hmm. And r- when Ronnie gets drunk, <laughs> Ronnie and I are very similar. When Ronnie got drunk, and he was progressively getting worse and worse as the episode went on, he became so much more chatty. (laughs) (laughs) Just like some of the stuff that was coming out of him, it was just, oh, it was killing me. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know who that is. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, he he just, oh, God, it was so funny to listen to. Mm Mm-hmm. Oh, and Adam was great, too. Oh, my God. He had me rolling. I know. Wait, just one more thing. <laughs> he would just go into pizza or something. <laughs> it was so funny. <laughs> oh, it killed oh, me. Oh, man. It just killed me. <laughs> and another thing. <laughs> you stop in the middle of the aisle. Mm-hmm. That's why I just kept walking. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, it killed me. <laughs> So that's all. Those are my observances, but that was a fantastic podcast. And if it could only go on for like four more hours, I would have had a great day. Oh, I know it. it. I know it. Oh, so good. I told them that it should become its own podcast. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I even told them, I'm like, you should just be sending a recorder around since it's con season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just send a recorder around to everybody and have them record on a Saturday night. Oh yep. my God. Yep. I would listen to those all the time. Or could you just put them in our private group so I could listen to them <laughs> if no one wants to edit those things? <laughs> uh, hey, before, before you go, mm-hmm. I got a favor. Nope. When you go to your next con, mm-hmm. a bigger one, if Mati- this is Nick's big regret of C2E2. If Matteo Scalera is there <laughs> and you see his uncanny X-Force print, pick it up for me. I'll pay you. Okay. All right? Because sure. I've never, ever seen him in Chicago, and just because he wasn't at the table, I didn't think I could buy one without getting him to autograph it. But, you know, my, my nerves and my claustrophobia got the best of me, and I should have just came back and had him sign it or at least tried to get it from him and I was pissed that I missed it um looking through oh I don't even he's gonna be at Heroes I didn't I don't even think he was listed on C2E2 I don't remember I didn't really look to be honest with you yeah he's just somebody I never ever expected to be around so yeah well he will be at C2E2 so I'll see what I can do for you yeah, let me know. I, I will happily uh, let me know how much it is. I, I can, 
I can send you money before you go, or Me. I can send you money after. So it doesn't Me. matter. Me. But that that one I want up on my wall. Hey, Neil Adams is going to be there. Do you want something what? from him as hold well? Hold on. Wait, hold on. <laughs> the Neil Adams? Friend of the show, Neil Adams. I would love it if you went up to him and had his wife sign something. Oh, yes. And then see if you'd have to pay the same exact amount to get her to sign it <laughs> instead of him. That'll be $35. What? Oh, amazing. Oh, amazing. <laughs> oh, Tyler Boss. Hmm. Who? Interesting. Who? Four kids walk into a bank. Don't know. What? You'd never read that? Mm-mm. You should read that. It's really good. Who is that? Who's Black that? Mask. Black Mask put that out. There's a lot of stuff I should be reading. There is a lot of stuff you should be reading, you slacker. Yeah. But the problem is I go into my local comic book store and I remember maybe 10% of what you're suggesting. Well, maybe you should uh, get on those Google Drive notes. Yeah, I should. You're yeah. right. You're yeah. right. I, I know. You're right. I know. I mean, you're speaking the truth. You've been listening to the one and only Nerdy Legion Podcast. Uh, I think by now they should know where to find us, right? The the Twitter machines. Hope. Yeah, I would hope so. Geekvine, Nick Wetmore, Nerd Legion. Uh, there's some kind of email. I don't know what the... Uh, whatever. Email. Give them uh, the email address, because I want to get more questions. Okay, well, so we're very friendly on this email. So in order to email us, you do hello at nerdylegion.com. Yeah, that's it. That's the friendly Easy peasy. Easy peasy. I should yeah. change it to Comfy Couch. No, because then people could spell it with a Y or an IE. Listen, I know technology. They can write it either way and it'll still come over. That's true. That's true. Um, what else? Nick Light's iTunes reviews. Um, you know, I just, I just want you to share this, this fine podcast, these moments between two friends... Talking shit about Marvel Comics. It's the best. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You should share that with others. You go to the website, and you tell your friends. Say, hey, friend, go check out this uh, Nerdy Legion podcast. Those guys are awesome. And you know what? They're going to agree, and then they can share it with their friends. That's what I want you to do. I think that's it, Nick. We're done. Sounds good. We out. Bye.